All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of a、uh, hundred books a year with Kevin.、Uh, today, I want to spend one episode on a new book called、uh, "Knocking on Heaven's Door" by Lisa Randall.、Um, Lisa Randall、uh, is a、um, pretty well-known、uh, theoretical physicist, and、um, I heard of her before, but I've never really read her books.、Um, And I pick one up from a recommendation from、uh, the marketing guy,、uh, Seth Golden, right? The author of、uh, the Purple Cow. And then I start reading it. It's actually really good.、Um, she is probably one of my favorite science writers right now. And、um, for me, physics has been my least favorite science. No, let me rephrase that. Physics has been my My hardest science. Let's put it that way.、Um, I I I enjoy biology and chemistry a lot more than you know studying physics.、Uh, my <laughs> my affinity for physics probably coming from the show The Big Bang Theory,、um, but still I just feel like it's fascinating to study something that is so aloof, that is so、um, quote unquote hard to. Get a handle on, right? And I feel like the person who can turn a complex idea into a simple one deserves a lot of credit because that shows a very, very good high levels of of、uh, understanding, right? Which I think Lisa Randall does that in this book. So today, I I've been reading that book.、Uh, I read it a lot.、Uh, I think two weeks ago. I've been trying to figure out what is a good insertion point to talk about it because I don't want to go into the weeds of、uh, talking about the, you know, the hydron collector. To be honest, I don't know. I don't know that much about hydron collectors. I've been trying to find that like an angle to、um, kind of talk about what is the ideal kind of like interest point or angle point for me to. Share the love of this book, and I come with something is really interesting, the the a、uh, relationship between physics, arts, and religion. I think this is a very cool kind of like an interconnecting relationships, right? So we all know that religion as a social or physiological experience, that a religion is based on a god who actively influences us or. Or our words through external intervention, right? Something that is beyond this world, beyond Earth. Something that is a little bit more outside of our control or our understanding. We don't know why it happens. They just happen. It's like wow,、uh, let's let's a praise of God's right. So, religion in a sense, it enhances their existence and. It kind of provides a context or a meaning or a purpose that giving people that subscribe to that religion's values a sense of community, right? So they they don't see how religion plays the role in explaining the mechanics of the universe. They think that religion and science can coexist, right? That's kind of like. I think there was a point that、um, science and religions were are, are religious people are like you know like butting heads right like you know、uh, the religious people are、um, you know、um, 
talking about okay this is what we're doing and this is how we run the government right this is how we run the church and the scientists start butting heads with them right we're talking about like galileo and you know like uh and other things other scientists there so the thing is is right now i think i i i feel like lisa is right where religions and science are kind of coexisting right now but religion is usually more than a way of life or a philosophy it's talking about a, like a deity who can intervene in a mysterious way, right? So here's a conflict. Here's a kind of the climax of this you know, argument or the pushing point uh, or the turning point of this argument is that Lisa Randall believes that science's materialistic viewpoint, meaning that, okay, we can identify the components of the matter in each level, even though we cannot understand all levels of the matter is essential to the modern way of thinking. So, you know, in physics, we have this idea of, um, let's say, um, dark matter, right? Uh, you know, a string series. This kind of like up in the air, hard to prove kind of a theorem. Um, Lisa believed that science's more pragmatic, more materialistic view is going to be more helpful in terms of modern day development. Now, there are some people that Lisa argues that turn to religion to answer difficult questions they don't think science will always solve. I think there is some truth to it. So, in a sense that they are trying to believe that there is some kind of a deity, some kind of a God that influences the earth, that makes things happen on earth, then a religious person would will just be checkmarked, yes, right? Like, yes, I believe that. Like, you know, yes, uh, don't tell me more. Like, I believe that. Like, you know, like, uh, where do I sign, right? <laughs> how do I donate money? But the science people will always ask, okay, how? Okay, how do you do that? Okay, why? Right, like how did God just do that? Right, so I guess what Lisa was trying to get at is the idea that science people are always more curious. Science believers are always a little bit more of a deep thinker. Right, like I don't want to offend anybody here, but from her view, this is a gist that I'm getting is that. Um, science believer always are willing to dig deeper instead of believing something that is like, oh, it's a really hard question. Let me just find an answer in God and then let's move on kind of a thing, right? Um, in a sense, right, like when we talk about a religious belief that involves an invincible, undetectable force that influences human, uh, uh, human and the world, a believer have no choice to not believe it, to have faith, right? So Lisa argues that this choicelessness, this, um, this faithness, faithness, like this idea of having faith in their thinking, one can argue that it is illogical. I will agree that it is illogical, but the thing is, is 
a believer have no choice to not believe it because if they don't believe it, then they will have to go find the answers themselves. And some people there they're willing to do that, right? Like you've seen countless examples of,、um, you know,、uh, people who were religious and have some curiosities, and then it's like, if God is all like all nice, why did they allow this natural disaster to happen, right? Why do they allow this? So, Lisa argues that a believer have no choice to have faith, and they don't care about what happens after that. And I think that is a really, <laughs> really, really interesting way of saying that, in a very subtle way, in my view,、um, a believer and a scientist. What is the difference, right? Um, I don't think we talk about physics at all, <laughs> but I think it is a very, very interesting view. Let me just end on this, touching on physics, right? Like, um, from a dark matter perspective, right? Um, there are physicists that argues that we like we have so much dark matter, meaning that the matter that we don't know, we don't know that exists, but we theorize that exists. For example, like they they think that the human body is composed of like twenty percent of the known matters, but the other the other eighty percent is like dark matter, right? They're they're just always digging deeper and deeper and deeper, and even though、um, the idea is that okay, this might not lead me to anywhere, but I'm going to study it. I think that is. What Lisa Randall calls is a science thinker or a scientific thinker. Let's put it that way: that they care about the outcome, that they care about the process, that they care about getting things like maybe a layer deeper than before. So that's it. That's kind of like the thing that I want to share. If you're really interesting in. Um, science, especially in physics, I've read Brian Greene. I've read uh, uh, Hawking a little bit like years ago.、Um, I truly believe that Lisa Rando is probably one of the best science write,、uh, writer out there in terms of physics. And、um, go check her out.、Uh, thank you for listening. And you guys should subscribe to the podcast, share it, and then we go from there. Thank you.